Good afternoon. This is Konstantin Elijah. You're listening to Q&A, the show where I interview the artist. Today I'm having new guest, Daniel Reynold. Thank you for coming. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, how are you today? I'm good. Yeah, yeah, very good. So let's let's start from the beginning. Let's introduce yourself to the audience, and that's what you're doing. Okay. Uh, what what kind of arts you are doing, and where you involved? Okay. Well, I came to art quite late, I guess. Um, after originally studying history at university, and then working for a number of years in the financial sector, and then realizing that that just wasn't for me at all, and um, after a little bit of a blind panic, I needed to do something else. So I went back to study for a foundation year, uh, foundation diploma in art and design in 2014, I think. Mm -hmm. So I finished that 2015. And from then, I've just been focusing on my own practice, um, which, well, I wanted to give myself a little bit of time after, um, after doing the foundation, because obviously there's a lot to take in and a lot of ideas are swirling around. So. So from then, I've been working yeah, on my own practice and trying to figure out what my work's about. And um, in the last year or so, it's just taken a few different turns. So at the moment now, well, I find my work's based around the themes of uh, the media and confusion and um, the information age and how we kind of, well, how as an individual that affects me. So that's what I'm trying to make work about and have mm -hmm. a conversation about the, I guess, the, the way that digital technologies kind of is mixing with mass media and how that's affecting our lives. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the work I've been, or the realisation for me as part of that foundation course is realising that's what I wanted to make work about and that's what mm -hmm. interests me. So. And which mediums are you using for it? Uh, well, I studied um, visual communications, which I guess is a mixture of like graphic design mm. and illustration, and printmaking as well as part of that course. But I found that my work's moved into different areas now, and I'm interested in filmmaking, uh, installations. Mm. Um, yeah, I still I still do like quite a lot of uh, printmaking and digital design as as part of that, but. Yeah, at the moment I'm moving more into the filmmaking and installation because it's it's pushing me further, and I want to get I want to make sh make my work more immersive and interactive with um, with an audience, mm -hmm. and I feel that gives me the opportunity to do that. And, uh, to speak more with audience to yeah have yeah more respond yeah exactly more mm -hmm. more of an engagement and more of a, a conversation, mm -hmm. which I feel like. Um, yeah, when you when you can put someone in a in a an environment, there's more of a there's more of a chance that someone has to react to that, mm -hmm. rather than in a two a conversation with a two D setting. Um, I feel like the audience can switch off a little bit more, mm -hmm. or the viewer can switch off a little bit more. So you're you're doing, uh, speaking again about medium. Yeah. It's more graphical it is it was yeah, film yeah involved yeah it was more graphical but um i've since well probably only only over the last few months um mm. i've started making films and um uh yeah basically trying to visualize the sense of confusion in our 
in contemporary society mm. and um and I feel like film is a more more interesting way to capture that mm-hmm. um almost like a if I kind of think if you think film documentary style film i guess and 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 feature films as well like as a as a way of recording our history mm-hmm. it feels like that's like the film medium is more relevant to how we engage or how we record contemporary mm-hmm. society so it it was like um quite a it's been quite a realization over the last few months and it's quite a, a sort of conscious choice to move into that area mm-hmm. um and then i feel like film well i guess bringing installation or um a kind of an environment into that um kind of challenges the way we see fil- or what the way we kind of we see film um or how film is portrayed to us so mm-hmm. it's about maybe thinking about different ways to to see cinema or different ways to capture film i just kind of feel like um yeah the work is is kind of moving in a different direction and it's um it's something to to keep challenging myself in different ways you know don't mm-hmm. stay in the comfort zone which i kind of feel like mm-hmm. Is what I was doing with 2D work in a way. It's not scaring you. Yeah, I mean it is scary, isn't it? When you don't know how to, you don't know how to use certain technologies or. <laughs> no, it's one. <horrible>. Yeah. <laughs> or um, it's just an, a different language to use, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, just just challenging that, and and I think like all these all these ways, all these different languages we have, only add to to a conversation artistically. So mm-hmm. I think as many languages as you, as you can work with then that's going to help your your practice and do you think that the encouraging yourself to to learn new language and challenging yourself to move something new mm. uh, do you think you, you you must be perfect in that new field or just like no i don't i think that's not necessary no i think that's what's that's what's great about artists is they have mm. the freedom to be able to move between diff- or mm. you know like to m- move between different fields and um and it's i think it's about expression rather than technical ability for mm-hmm. me it's about having um a message or something that you want to make work about rather mm-hmm. than the technical capacities to to produce that because i think also if you're working in different ways it's i, I guess like there's rules isn't there in certain languages and it's about if i mean i kind of think ignorance is sometimes a good thing in those circumstances because it kind of allows you to unlock yeah. things or look at things in a different way that maybe if you knew the rules weren't mm-hmm. when um you know, agree, it yeah. can be quite it can be quite constricting i guess when you so. don't know the rules you think that you're going kind of going in the right direction when you know the rules you you're afraid to go r- wrong yeah i think like, so and i think without knowing nothing stopping you yeah and i think I'll, i kind i kind of see that society's kind of developed in a way where it's it's not it's kind of frowned upon to make mistakes you know mm. and i think we sh- those kind of things should be embraced but i think um, some people definitely will ask but how to do how to do something without knowing rules and rules uh or the border i think it's more about moral thing rather than technical um what do you mean like in terms um, of um 
like, like doing something without knowing uh, rules about morals like yeah yeah how like without manuals having in your hands how do you know where where is the border <laughs> i don't know <laughs> okay, yeah I, I, so like, how where to know? stop or yeah, where to yeah, turn how, yeah. how well i think those things are is, isn't that just this to do with experience isn't it mm -hmm. and being open to experience and and through making mistakes and things you do learn things yeah. you know and i think that's sometimes the best way you know is to actually try something and and make a mistake and learn from that um yeah. and i guess with morals as well i mean as long as you're not making drastic <laughs> mistakes because that could be obviously <laughs> a real detriment to society but like uh i think all like, these things are about finding things out aren't they yeah. and like um actually uh, answering to myself i think a good example of when adults or parents telling you do, don't do that mistake yeah yeah and usually you do that you're not listening to them like you keep in mind but you still so possibly that is like, yeah like that yeah and i think so. i think art gives you the the opportunity to do that in a kind of yeah and can, and can <laughs> gives be, you a right to, to do mistakes <laughs> yeah and i think it can be scary at times can't it but i think it's it's important i think mm. it's um it's one of the one places where you've got the freedom to do that, I guess, in your own practice. So, yeah. um, uh, am I right that you also were, were studying uh, film before? I studied film initially at university. You have yeah. BA of that? I have what? B uh, yeah, BA in, yeah. F in film theory and history, oh. yeah. Oh, theory. So yeah. it's not making, but not, not oh, practical okay. films. No. Oh. I mean, I've done some. I've done some work in animation and stuff like that, but very basic skills. Again, oh. it's not something that I've taken. I could. I could probably do professionally, but it within my practice, it's about bringing different things in and kind of mm. like increasing your lexicon to express yourself, I guess. So um, yeah, I have some some experience with making mm. films, but. It's very amateur. <laughs> so it means you like film, cinema? Yeah, oh. of course. Yeah, film, music, um, literature, I think they're all kind of key to my work. It's mm -hmm. kind of, and I think in my practice, I've noticed over the last year, it's kind of um, been interesting to blur the lines between those different mediums. Um, and I don't feel like there has to be set structured genres i think it's to uh, which mediums you mean like uh like in well the f well not maybe mm. mediums but mm. fields of fit of cinema literature music oh, i think okay. it's interesting yeah. to blur those lines and see mm -hmm. you know like maybe like a lot of experimentation i've been doing recently is is kind of um looking at um how to you how to make s films from using literature literary sort of um, devices and techniques mm -hmm. or, or vice versa how would you make how would you write using cinema cinema yeah. language so maybe yeah blurring uh -huh. those lines between things or and trying to bring in other things that I've not used I've not used like I, I don't really have a great familiarity with performance and it'd be nice to mm. to experiment with that as well and bring that into to my work as well so yeah, I yep. like to mix it with other things. <laughs> <laughs> so now some questions about art.
just some naive but interesting for me questions. Yeah. And just want, would like to know how other people see it and answer. So, firstly, what is art? Um, how you would describe that? I mean, it seems like a simple question, doesn't it? <laughs> but it's like quite a difficult thing to answer. Um, I guess because it's different for everyone. But I see it as a conversation, mm -hmm. basically. Something that can stimulate conversation. Mm -hmm. Whether that's a piece of a painting or a performance or a film. Um, something that's going to make someone think, stop and think about something. Mm -hmm. That's what I see art as. And that's how, what the kind of art I want to make. Uh -huh. Have you ever thought why you are doing art? I think I've thought about it a lot more over the last few years. Since I went back to study, I felt just a need to express myself. I think mm -hmm. that was the reason why I went back to make this big sort of break in a career. Mm -hmm to go back because I just felt like I wasn't fulfilled in a certain way and going back to study arts made me more fulfilled, it's given me a chance to express myself and kind of, it's kind of a cathartic sort of um, process for me as well, actually making sense of the world through my art practice. Mm -hmm. To have that conversation. Yeah, yeah. With, with myself and with others, mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's how so, it's it. It's good mentioned that with yourself as well, not only yeah, with others. Yeah, I think so. I think uh -huh. there's a lot to be learned from having a, a practice, whether that's something you want to do professionally or mm. as a hobby or something that's just an intimate moment between yourself and, well, just between yourself, yourself. you know, and your, and your practice, like, uh -huh. and using that as a way to kind of figure out your feelings or mm -hmm. your emotions or how you see yourself in, in relation to others, things like that or how you see yourself in relation to the world around you. I think it's important to have that, sure. And would you be able to, to have that conversation all, only with yourself, without others? What do you mean, like in terms of... Um, like, uh, is audience important for you? Um, I think it is when you're kind of looking at a, I guess if you're looking at it for, from a professional perspective, then I guess it's very important. But I think it's important to be making work for yourself mm -hmm. first. And then the hope that it will touch others if you can... Mm -hmm. if you to imagine, uh, for me personally, I think it would be difficult without audience. Even I would like, whatever I do, I do it for myself. Really? So still, I... I you need a deadline. It's very, <laughs> it's very important. painful question by the end of the year. <laughs> it's important, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, I mean, um, for some reasons, uh, I need other people to notice me and to sp to notice what I'm doing. Really? You know? I think, yeah, I think probably I so, do too. I, I mean, I, I don't know how much I've thought about it, but but some people are saying they don't. Yeah, that doesn't really care. They eat nice and like just to to hear something or yeah. to hear something new, because speaking to the public, to audience, give them completely sometimes complete, completely different explanation of their works. Mm. I think that's so. quite interesting too, though. I think that's like sometimes I think that these things as well with your art practice, as much as you're trying to present or communicate a message. Maybe there's other things going on in it that are outside your control, you know. And and if it does speak to someone in a certain way that you hadn't intended, that's interesting too. And that's 
kind of quite exciting. Are you open to that kind of explanation of your work completely different than you thought or yeah I think so I think like there's definitely a part of that in mm. because we're kind of like almost like a vessel aren't we or some sort of kind of like a channeling of the influences we take on and some of those are conscious and some of those are subconscious I think mm -hmm. so I think there is a lot of subconscious yeah yeah <laughs> of course so I think like um there's a lot of work stuff in your in people's work that is, mm -hmm. is hitting people in a certain way that you hadn't intended but it's there in some sort mm -hmm. of emotion um how artworks or art in general uh, should be always having a purpose of you doing like having a message or could be just aesthetic or something uh, just a graphical because it is beautiful to make it's hard isn't it it's kind, of, it's kind of it's hard i think it needs to do the two i think it needs to to grab someone's attention first mm -hmm. and then allow someone to go deeper thinking about it like it's nice that if people can appreciate something for its aesthetic value like that's mm -hmm. that's hitting someone's emotion in some way isn't it so I guess that yeah actually that, that you know I like nice things mm -hmm. to look at too so yeah I guess that's that's okay but uh, yeah I'd, I'd like to think just from a personal point of view like my work is about trying to solve a, a question or a problem and um, and so I like to I think you can always go deeper into your own practice mm -hmm. yes but yeah it's a difficult thing I think in terms of making work and then presenting work I think they're two different kind of skills I guess mm -hmm. or two different ways of looking at your own work I but can work be just aesthetical or just having a message if it's possible um can it like one of the two yeah yeah i i think there's probably a lot of work out there that is mm. yeah i think if you look at kind of the way the art mar some 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 of the art markets set up it's to sell things to people aesthetically mm. some sections yeah. you know like if you're looking at private galleries or something yeah. I, i don't think people are thinking about not you know like this that's a very general sort of statement but i think i don't think there's some people are buying it for just the way it looks or the way it's going to look in the context of their house or a room or something mm -hmm. like that so i think it there's definitely that strand of art but i think um if it could serve both purposes then i think um at least you're on the right track <laughs> um when did you consider your self as an artist um, when you realize i am an artist i don't know i'm not even sure if i could still answer that <laughs> oh, I think, okay different question are you calling yourself artist no i do call myself an artist now yeah okay um i think when i when i finished my foundation course i i had to have the confidence to call myself mm -hmm. an artist and i'd made such a change that it kind of um it deemed me to do that Yeah, so I guess then I started calling myself an artist, but I don't know if it's one of those things you always kind of know, like, do you know what I mean? Uh, for a long time, uh, I haven't thought about myself as a bold artist, yeah. actually, before I joined this course. I tried many other artistic fields, Yeah, like a photography, a little bit of theatre, actually mass media, but it's not really art, but subconsciously it was related mm. to that. 
and dance and yeah, even writing some poetry. <laughs> yeah, I never thought about like it, it is all about the same. Yeah, art, I, that's creating how, Yeah, I think that's how I see it. Like it's all, these things are all part of that one yeah. thing. You know, that one art, artist can be any of those things, I guess. Maybe it's also the language question, because in Russian, artist is more about person who is painting. Yeah. I'm not a painter. <laughs> no, me neither. But I think it's like, it's, that was quite a traditional title, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Whereas I think now things have developed in art that bring, you know, like if you look at, I don't know, like some artist, I think I was looking at, is it Carsten Huller? the other day and he was a scientist to start and mm. he brought his science practice into the art so it feels like as an artist you can do what you you know you can bring yeah. anything into that so I it's, don't know. yeah also interesting uh, combination science and art yeah like I, no, think uh, I think it is University of Arts London which one I don't remember exactly they do MA science and art Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, it is something interesting, and people are <coughs> using science rules to create yeah. something yeah. uh, art-wise. Well, I think like um, I think who did I read the other day? Like was saying that science is the new kind of avant-garde. You know, because oh. it's the kind of only There's still things that are unexplored that oh. that we we need to find out, and I guess that can then be brought into a creative practice, whereas I guess in postmodernism and things like that, it was quite difficult to see where things would go in terms of something that's completely unique. I guess science gives you that opportunity to do that. So Untested fields. There is nothing <laughs> unique anymore in art fields, so that's why people are moving to science. Well, field I don't know if they're con <laughs> yeah, I don't know if people are consci consciously moving there, but yeah. it just seems like that is an avenue to explore. Yeah. I don't know, I guess it depends how like, opportunistic you want to be with, mm. with your art practice. I kind of feel like, for me, it's about things happening or kind of striking me organically. And then if I've got an interest in it, then I'll explore those areas. I don't know if I'd go to science just because I needed to, you know? Mm. But it seems quite an interesting idea that people would, you know, um, go into those areas that have been unexplored and un Actually, untested. Yeah. Because art is about trying, uh, experimenting, mm. and I think scientists find or open something new when they do some mistake or some accident mm. happening during different mm. research, and they found out something yeah. useful, and then that way they need some experimenting. Well, Maybe why not to do it experimenting in purpose? Yeah, and well, see if, what if <laughs> if you look at like the Renaissance like Da Vinci, people like that were scientists and artists, you know, uh -huh. so they were combining way ahead of their time. Mm -hmm. They so were combining those not, things. Not it's not new, new is it? No, <laughs> okay. thinking about it. It's not new at all. <laughs> so new, it's uh, well forgotten old. Yeah, yeah, it's probably, the, uh, it's probably actually the oldest technique there is. <laughs> but isn't that, I think that's what's so interesting about art is that like, there's so many contradictions and complexities and like, and so many things that you can't explain that that's uh, what's interesting yeah. about it to me. And but it's Through art, for example, I'm looking, yeah, to explain something, not just to wonder, to experiment, to see how it goes and whatever yeah. it goes 
I think not only through art, but that happened that I'm in that field. Yeah. To explain something, to find the logic and yeah, meaning or whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> I mean, like one of my tutors... To make a conclusion or something. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I totally get it. I think that's the whole point, isn't it? It's like um, that you've got a question that needs answering and then yeah. it's a way to, to try and explore and answer that question. But mm. I remember one of my tutors in... in uh, my course kind of said if you find the answer then you might as well stop doing it like but Can because I, the whole point yeah. is that you'll never find the answer you know you just have to keep going deeper uh -huh. and exploring new areas or finding more deeper and understanding more information that, yeah. yeah like developing your themes things like that cool. i think that's all kind of you bring all that stuff into it and it's all to try and make sense of of a question or the world around you or whatever it is, you know, whatever yeah. you're making work about. And I think that's what's so But exciting. without founding it, yeah. uh, founding the answers to questions or some of them, I think you're losing your motivation. Like you need to get something to get uh, well, inspired by that and go further. I think it's, for me, it's like I am finding something and I think that's the motivation, is mm. that I find something and it makes me want to go further. Mm -hmm. So that's what keeps me doing it, you know? I think it, in a way it can be quite addictive as a result, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so that's me, that personally, I think that's how I, I kind of view it and that's what keeps me excited with it. Mm -hmm. But then I do find, you know, like I think, it's and in, in, in that kind of search, it's hard, isn't it? And it's... Um, it's really taxing and and demanding so i think you can lose your motivation <laughs> at times as a result <laughs> so finally <laughs> one of my cards just fell out <laughs> it was fun to see no, that was the uh, most important card <laughs> um yeah uh, so if if someone would ask you again coming back i think you you mentioned many times but just yeah if, for example a child coming you and asking who is an artist how, what, what do you would how you would explain that probably not how i've explained it so far on this show <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know how could you explain that to a child i think um or maybe someone who is not in the art field yeah who is not like I can understand that I'm completely in that. Scene. Yeah, yeah. Same. So I'm going through that one way or another. I'm going through similar How, who questioning. Is, um, yeah. What What is an artist, or who is an artist? Yeah, what is an artist as well? Yeah. I think can could you for me maybe it's the best way to explain that is to to get that person to create art and to mm -hmm. try for themselves, you know. Because I think it's different for everyone. Yeah. Like my interpretation could be completely different to someone else's. So, for example, if um, there is radio host, there is bank worker, yeah, and there is an artist, for example, and how you would how this artist yeah. looks different. What is difference between other? I think the difference is that I don't think. Don't know if I'm there is no to, difference. Trying, no, no. I think there's a total <laughs> difference, but I, I don't know if I'm trying to be too clever with it but like um, I'm not sure an artist fits into those confines you know mm. like um, 
it's quite quite clearly what a a banker does or I don't know like some another kind of like um profession like um well yeah uh, is artist is it, it is it a profession for example well yeah. I guess it's been turned into a profession hasn't it like it, it yeah. depend in certain ways I think it's just it's so much more fluid and loose than that like um I think there's ways to make a career and a, and and it professionally but um I don't know if that's if I see it it's maybe I see it a little bit more from a pu from purest terms like mm -hmm. it's about a kind of way of living rather than a mm -hmm. a kind of way of making a living you know what no. I mean <laughs> Is that so it's what kind of lifestyle yeah I guess so yeah I think it's something that's kind of more all-encompassing than something you can kind of turn on and off mm -hmm. but how to explain that to a child I don't <laughs> know <laughs> there isn't uh, opinion that, that every child is an artist so I think it yeah would be difficult to explain that yeah well I think yeah. everyone has got an imagination <laughs> haven't they like yeah. so it's as a you know children are the perfect example I think like of making you know kind of saying stuff or doing things like children's minds are so kind of fascinating at in the de development stages where they're they are taking risks and they are doing things and they're just and they're creating stuff without even thinking of it because there's no filter their life is secured by parents and they don't really care what other people think yeah. or other children saying to them yeah they're more there is not that anxiety, for example. No. There's something wrong or something. Yeah. But there's a free. There's a kind of emotional freedom, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. Like and uh, and I think a lot of artists try and get back to that kind of is state. It, yeah, I was thinking, is that uh, artist uh, the person who is in some ways staying a child? I think. Mm. Uh, yeah. Again, I think it's like there's part of that. Mm. I don't know if it's the whole. Uh, it depends on the artist, isn't it? I yeah. think for me as part of that wants to keep that kind of fascination and that play and mm -hmm. that idea but also like there's part of me that wants to use my art to to go to find deeper understand deep, deeper understandings be, deeper meanings about myself Maybe and the world there around is, me uh, trying to be still being honest to yourself yeah i think child is a honest yeah yeah i think it's totally about that isn't it mm. it's about honesty and and tr trying to find truth i guess mm -hmm or some sort of or meaning i guess like that's something that's fascinating about children as well or can be probably annoying if, if you're a parent where there's just those constant questions yeah. and i think like <laughs> which must be terrible as a parent but if you think about it it's it's like it's it's amazing you know mm. that i don't think that's something that should ever be turned off you know that's yeah, it's like yeah, it's just brilliant. I was one of the uh, yeah. I think everyone was asking why, what, <laughs> mom, mom, what. The, the most common answer was, "You will get older, you will understand." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like no, I want to know how. We're gonna find out for yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm not satisfied with that answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think that, but I think that kind of makes sense with with the role of the artist. I don't think you are. It's just about not being. <laughs> no, it is my chair being funny. <laughs> I don't think it's, but I don't. I think it's that sort of that unsatisfaction, isn't it? Like mm -hmm. I think um, about wanting to find out more, wanting to do more. I guess it's like part of that as well, for me anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah. Agreed. Like, not being satisfied is like quite, it's yeah. quite interesting and quite, I think it's a good skill uh, or good trait to have. Not being happy with, as I told you, but wanted, wanting to find out by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's true, like in terms of what you were saying about or asking about um, kind of experimentation with different mediums as well, mm -hmm. is that, yeah, if someone tells you how to do something, like if I need help, I, I can ask for that. But sometimes it is more, the more fruitful results come from just experimenting with something and, and yeah. you know, like and, and having that kind of naive um, approach to something can, mm -hmm. can bring out stuff. It's really exciting, and you find you you find a destination on your own, and that's same more fulfilling than being guided to something, you know. When you're finding the destination, the yeah, you're more happy together. I think. Yeah, but also so you experience fully experience the the way to that. Yeah, exactly, because it's about what what you've learned along the way, mm -hmm. isn't it? And what the reflections you can have on that and. Yeah. yeah, I think experience is very important. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So is it being... Um, I was going to ask you, having experience, is it define a person as an artist? But I don't think it's the right <laughs> yeah, statement. Yeah, I think... Well, I think what's interesting about that is that... Everyone that, having experience. Yeah, not only I about artists. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's just about artists. Is I think that's... What's great about but that? But I think experience part for artists is very ex important. I think maybe even more important than the result. Yeah, maybe. Maybe as well that maybe the artists are more sensitive to experiences. Yeah. Like I guess so. I'd say I am. I can say I can <laughs> talk I can talk about anyone else, but I think for me I feel sensitive to the experiences that I I'm very I have. sensitive. Yeah. And not always I'm happy about the experience. No, but no, by no. the end I see actually uh, the point where I got to, it was worth that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think even if it's like, I don't know, like painstaking or, or terrible at the time, I think when you look back on something, you realize how important that experience was, right? Yeah. Um, then speaking about artists and society, like, Another stereotype that about the role of artist in the society. Yeah. What you would say? Um, does artist have that role? Is it necessary? And if does, which? Yeah, I think. Like? I mean, I think from my like, like in my work, I want I want to create conversations that I think about mm -hmm. things that I feel are maybe not. Effect, always affecting society but kind of relevant to our time and, and what we're going through mm -hmm. and uh, or what I'm going through and so I think my work does take on some sort of political mm -hmm. strain as a part of that May, it's not overt I don't think but I think artists do have a role to kind of hold a mirror up to society I guess uh -huh. in some way so it um, is interesting for you to you're interested in that conversation and to see how society is maybe changing. Yeah, yeah, I think uh -huh. we're living in a really exciting time at the moment, mm. which is kind of terrifying and yeah. <laughs> and kind of like, I mean, when, you know, when there's a sense of the unknown, mm. and the, I think we're kind of in a moment of real 
sort of um, importance in history. And I guess like to make work about or in relation to that is, is really exciting mm -hmm. for me. Um, yeah, to kind of react to that. Yeah, I think, I think artists, I'm not saying they should have a, um, they should see it as a responsibility to take on, like to, to relate to society. But I think, mm. I think they do hold an important, important place. I think mm. um, they've, got a, they've got unique voices that, that kind of need to be heard. Mm -hmm. And maybe not always in a, a kind of gallery context. I think there's other ways of doing that too, maybe. Uh -huh. Like uh, more, you know, like for example with public art or, or things like that. I think. Uh, yeah, but about gallery, and, uh, is it important to have exhibitions for the artist? Well, and is it important for you? I think it's yeah. I think like my I think part of my practice does yearn for that because mm. like you like I like I like I think I want you know I want to be showing my work to kind of create these conversations. Mm -hmm. So I think that gives you a context to do that in, but I don't think it's the only context that you can uh -huh. do it in. Um, but I think it is a, it, it is a space and it's a, a place where people come knowing what to expect. So I think it's, mm -hmm. it's relevant for sure, but I don't think it's the only place. So, uh, and galleries, uh, is it necessary to have that? Um, to have at least once that experience having the uh, having an exhibition in commercial gallery or well-known galleries with big name yeah or just not really important I guess it depends how who you're trying to connect with or who you're trying to engage with your work the uh, the kind of like commercial galleries are set up to sell your work from my mm. experience or they've got an infrastructure in place to sell a work. Mm -hmm. So within that infrastructure, I guess your work's getting seen by people. But I guess as well, like, it might be only a select type of person. Whereas I think, um, you know, if you're trying to reach a wider audience, maybe that's not always mm -hmm. the best place to go, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. Because it, it feels like maybe in a way, like with a commercial gallery, they've got a certain number of I guess it's influenced by their buyers and who, who, they're, who yeah. are on their buying list. And I think uh, that's not always always the people that you, you want to maybe mm -hmm. reach with your work. So it's a certain type of person maybe, I so guess. there is a big possibility that they're going to direct your work or edit it or like to make it more attractive for selling? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. <coughs> I mean, possibly, yeah. Like, um, I guess the the point is to sell. So mm -hmm. if there's a way to sell that you haven't thought of, or or if there's a way to sell that, or if they can, I don't know. I, I don't want to sound like I'm mis, I'm not trusting of galleries mm -hmm. because I think there's probably some some galleries out there that are really that work really well with with an artist. But I think mm -hmm. just generally like um, commerce can kind of can interrupt that. Mm -hmm. kind of message sometimes if it's just looking to for, to yeah. profit isn't it a new experience when like kind of challenge when they are trying to direct or 
participate in uh, making your work, like m making it more attractive for yeah. commercial purpose or selling? I don't think that's. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing as long as your message, as long as you have a clear idea of what your message is, and to ensure that you, if you've got a clear idea of what your message is, that it doesn't get lost. I mm -hmm. mean, if that can negotiate with a gallery trying to sell your work, then mm -hmm. I don't know if there's too much of a problem with that. But so it could be a could be an indicator for your work if you have a strong idea, a message, mm. for example. Do you mean Just like uh, if they're paying attention to your work in some ways, I mean, there is clear message? Um, Could it be that? Just no, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, you'd hope that, I think. <laughs> like, that's what you'd hope, but I don't know. Maybe like, again, like, Oh, there is a clear message, whatever it is, something particular message or it's something completely abstract or non-particular message, but it is clear about in your work. Well, I think it comes down to what you were saying about the aesthetic and, and meaning again, doesn't it? Like in terms of, like some, yeah. art, some galleries could probably sell a piece of work just based on the aesthetics. Yeah. and not worry about what the meaning is. So yeah, it all, all depends on the gallery. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. it's like, it depends on the gallery, the gallery owner, the art dealers, like yeah. in that context, you know? I think that's, that's only one strand, I think, of like, of the art world, I guess, if you want to call it. Like, I think it's only one setting. I think there's other ways to present your work as well, so. Um, and for example, if mm, never have a, any of galleries of big name paying attention or paid attention in your work is it a bad thing no i don't think so not if not unless you unless that's what you want oh. but i think if you i think if you're if you're making work for you or to have a conversation or to to express yourself i think probably the gallery interest on top of that would be a bonus Mm -hmm. um, if you're constantly worried about that and you're not getting the attention then that's where mm -hmm. where it's a bad thing but yeah. I don't think that's how I see my work necessarily so artists who are happy doing their works and never been on galleries they shouldn't worry <laughs> I d well yeah I mean I, I, think I, I don't no. but <laughs> I think other people might you know yeah I've uh, heard about it until yeah, it's, it's hard, isn't it? Because it's like, how do you judge the success of your work as well? Mm -hmm. Is it through... It's through, a very good question. How? Yeah. How would you judge success of your work? My work? Um, the success in my work comes from fulfilling my intentions with it, like in, in terms of the process, you know? And... Um, and the practice, if I've got something I want to make work about, it's about working through that question or that, um, that issue to a, a resolution of some kind. I think that's how I kind of judge the success of my work. I don't know if I... Are you judging your work as, a, as an artist or as an, as an audience? Uh, yeah, good question. I think I'm judging it from from the role of an artist oh. in my own work yeah but i think um 
that's not to say that I don't take an audience or, or the idea of presenting that work into consideration as part of that process, you know? Mm. And I think it's a different kind of success, I think, in terms of having some sort of reaction from an audience. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a different feeling, I think. I mean, uh, are you being still yourself artist, Daniel, when you're looking in your work and making decision, is it good or not, or like analyzing it? Or you are another artist looking at that work and thinking how you would react on that? Well, I think there's two sides of it mm. in, in the same kind of schizophrenic practice. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got the part of your work that's constantly editing and analyzing and mm. being critical of like and reflecting. In the process of creating, of course, you are being an artist on that artist who is creating that author of that work. But when, once you stop and think, like, is it enough or not? For example, I think I, I'm making work for myself as myself as an audi audience. Like, and I think I'm judging my works, like, how me as an audience would react and that would be happy. Right. If I'm as an audience happy about that work, that means I'm as an artist happy and stopping creating. <laughs> so you're making work that you'd want to see? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I don't think that's how I see it. Uh. Like with my work, I think it's more about the process mm -hmm. and how to present that process. But I don't know if I'm making work that I'd want to see necessarily. <laughs> but, I, but I do feel like it's important to take an audience into consideration, but mm -hmm. I don't see myself as part mm -hmm. of that audience, I guess. It's another interesting question. For you, it the process is more important than the result. I think so, yeah. Uh -huh. I think the journey is definitely more important than the result, yeah. I think that is the difference. Yeah, um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Because I never, I don't know about you, like I never feel, nine times out of ten, I'd say that I'm unhappy with the final result. And that's what keeps me going to the next project, I guess. Mm -hmm. Is always that, that idea of like, never being satisfied and a constant like investigation and journey, that's what keeps me going, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I feel ex excited and pleased when I come to a resolution and when I come to a pro like a final kind of outcome, mm -hmm. but I still feel like that's just part of an ongoing investigation into, into the themes of my work. That's interesting. Because <laughs> yeah, I just realized that actually, yeah, in my case it is, uh, I'm obsessed with the final result and that is the main engine for me yeah. to go through the process. It's interesting, Without thinking that the final that I'm possibly not interested. If I don't see the final, because yeah. um, it can be completely different yeah, yeah. when I get that, but I need to see that light, yeah. that carrot <laughs> which I I'm following. Like, uh, I can't remember what artist it was, I went to one of her shows, Ellen Gallagher I think it was, uh, this was years ago now. And I remember her saying that she has like a kind of dual process where there's some works that are just in her head and mm -hmm. she needs to get them down on the page mm -hmm. or on the on the canvas or what whatever the medium but like then there's other works where it's um the process is the important thing and mm -hmm. the outcome is what happens as part of, as as a as a result of that process. Mm -hmm. So it's like she's got the two things going on in her work.
maybe I need to take your process and you need to take mine. Because <laughs> I, I think that was my main struggle through all years being in university. Yeah. Because I think everyone was trying to explain me that a process it, it is important. Don't think about yeah. the final. But if you're thinking about the final all the time, like I do that yeah. as well. Like I, I have an idea and it's like, right, yeah, that's great. And then as you go through that process, that idea expands or refines, you know. And I think that's kind of a reflection on our society is this idea of outcome and product and like resolution. Maybe it's about the journey. Maybe that's the important part. And like if you're too focused on that outcome, you're blind to the things that are happening along the way, you know? In some ways, yeah. But when I'm getting to the final point, when I'm getting to the realization of my idea, and after I'm understanding the journey and after I can analyze yeah, yeah. what well, I've yeah, done through the yeah. journey. That's, like, a, that's interesting too. Yeah. Like yeah. After, after facts. So it's not like, yeah, it's not like, you're, what's yeah. It, it's not like you're not appreciating the journey then. I'm appreciated, but after when I yeah. finished it. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I think I probably do that as well, mm. actually. Yeah, afterwards, too. Um, speaking about conversation, is artists should be active participator or passive observer? Um, mm. Which side artists should take, in your opinion? Do they have to take a side? Another yeah. question? Because... Um, because again, I think like it's about being both. Like you need to be able to see what's going on around you and be open to that and, and sensitive to that. Mm -hmm. But I think also like you need to act upon that. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, you don't have to, but as an artist, you do. You know, like whether that's like that's quite a natural thing to do. So I guess it's like both sides of the coin there mm -hmm. for me anyway. I you need to have that passive observation to... I don't know if I'd say passive. Passive I mean, observer, um, I think, is different to, like, not, observer. I mean, not leading, but just following the flow and just observing, like, take whatever is happening around yeah. you without trying to change it. Or by active participating, meaning, like, you know, you're, you have your strong opinion, you're mm. telling to people, you're teaching them in any context, mm. and, yeah. Like taking an action. Yeah. Um, for me, like, whatever interests me, whatever kind of like sparks my interest is what makes me act. But I don't know, I think you need to be able to observe as part of that action, mm -hmm. right? Because there's no action without observation. There's almost point. like a tension between the two. Mm -hmm. For me, it's about having both of those mm -hmm. skills. I think, because I definitely feel like you need a spark to ignite, mm -hmm. and I think that's what happens in my work. Is it the same way as audience? Jumping to artists and audience now. <laughs> in terms of like... Like, uh, you're telling to audience what you want to tell, or you're following the audience and they're telling you what they're expecting from you? Uh, no, I think especially at the point in my kind of artistic career where I don't think I've got a specific audience. It's about me creating a kind of a platform for, for questioning or mm -hmm. for reflection in my work. So I think it's about me 
providing some sort of like environment to engage with people rather than me being influenced by audience mm. opinion. Again, it, I think if I was focused on that, I'd probably be making work for the wrong reasons. Uh-huh. That's how I see it. And if someone will come to you and say, uh, ask you, they found something interesting and if you would go to that direction or would you would speak about one particular topic, would yeah. you agree with that or how you would act? Like if someone was asking me about the work? Or, like, or if they were uh, saying, we yeah. want you to go start making like, work about it. Is very, um, you're speaking about uh, your works about confusion in these days and like and this big question, for example, Brexit is very yeah. um, high topic yeah. from, <laughs> for a long time. Uh, and the, like would say, if you would do something on about Brexit, because you're an artist and kind of... Yeah audience listening to you what what will you respond yeah i see what you're saying like um it's whether you feel moved to make a piece of work about that you know like i don't want to upset an audience by not mm. making a work <laughs> but like i don't think you can make it unless you're really drawn to make it uh -huh. you know like that needs to be the thing that sort of motivates you and stirs you mm -hmm. I don't think that can be fabricated or falsified, okay. you know? Yeah, that was the question about... Yeah. But that can come from a conversation with someone as well. Like, I think that's probably the important thing is that people need to be having conversations. And from conversations, that that kind of sparks things for... Mm -hmm. Sparks areas of interest. Like, there might be a conversation I have with you or now that yeah. would make me think, right, I need to make a piece of work about that, you know? I think that's more of an organic thing, though, rather than something that just help. kind of... We were speaking about earlier about honesty. Yeah. Being honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it would come out of that and just a genuine interest in something rather than feeling forced to make a piece of work, I guess. Okay, and should artists be involved in politics, do you think? I think... Because it's a big... Uh, yeah. Uh, think these years yeah. with Brexit, with USA and I think whatever else happens in Europe and... I think they are. I feel like I have to because everyone is speaking about it. If I feel like, again, mentioning Brexit, being a European living in U UK, mm. it is touching me and yeah, it is... It is makes a lot of questions and yeah, it, I have certain emotions about that. Mm. But something I'm not interested about, like, should I be? Some years ago, I wasn't involved in politics no, at all. No, I, I mean, I don't think I've ever been in actively involved in politics mm. or our political kind of system. But I think if you're making work about what's going on around you or how, and your, your response to that, to the world around you, then I think that's kind of like, that's a, a type of politics in itself. Mm -hmm. um, if you feel like you've got no choice to react and make a piece of work as a result of something that's happened in the in the political kind of like atmosphere, then mm -hmm. that will happen. So if you don't feel so, you just can give yourself permission not being involved. Yeah, I in think politics. so. I think like I think like if someone interested in circles and colors, for example. Yeah, yeah. Just just to continue doing that. Yeah, but then like maybe ask yourself why. 
you're interested in circles and colors and mm. if that comes up you know i think uh -huh. it's like try maybe understand why you're making that what the effect is of that but i think to go looking to make work about politics is probably the wrong mm -hmm. for me that would be the wrong way to so it's to okay approach my work to be involved in politics i think so i i'm yeah letting myself off the hook here no. i think <laughs> I'm not involved in politics. My art is my own version of like politics mm -hmm. in a way. It allows me to make sense of the world and to work within a system, but a system of my choosing, I guess, rather than someone else's. And another question, should artists be concentrating or paying attention on the positive things, like some people think, or is it okay to speak about something to promote in some ways by doing your work some negativity. Negative's uh, more interesting, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> It's always more attractive, but yeah. <laughs> no, I think, um, I think if you're intentionally going out to do that, I think that's more like a form of propaganda than it is mm. a form of art. I think the beauty of like, the world is that there is negatives and positives. Mm -hmm. And maybe like the interesting thing for me anyway is like, is to work in that gray area between the two. Uh -huh. Like that, because again, that's where the friction is, I think. And that's where, from that friction, you make, there's some, something will, something will interest me mm -hmm. and that's what I want to make work about. Whereas, I don't know if I could make work about something that's completely joyful or completely tragic. But for example, you think it is something tragic. You're making it in purpose, for example. Like if or I was making something that was tragic, yeah, would I be some bringing some negative emotions? Because uh, definitely there are artists, some artists doing that. And yeah, yeah, just yeah. Interesting yeah. about what do you think about it? Um, yeah, I what mean, the I purpose for them doing that? I, I think it's probably a way. It's probably some sort of art therapy, isn't it? There's probably something going on where. They some shocking I think is it necessary um, I don't think you can shock the public now though anymore, <laughs> can you like I think the it's very difficult yeah, yeah I think the shock shock factor's gone from my personal observation people who try to shock public they mostly trying to write that something disgusting like uh, you feel that and through that feeling shock you yeah yeah It's almost like alluding to shock rather than actually being shocking itself. Yeah, yeah. I never liked that, but it's my personal opinion. Yeah, it's kind of a difficult thing to... Yeah, um, like world has a lot of negative aspects and yeah, we're all having one or another struggles and mm. we all have own fights, for example. I think people are in general having lack of positivity in mm. some ways on some appreciation and Yeah, I see, I see what you're saying. Like it's, um, well, I guess that's a sign of our times, I guess, isn't mm. it? Like we were living in a more, like an ever increasing kind of complex world. Maybe we're, we're not equipped to deal with that. Mm -hmm. So the first kind of like thought is to maybe get negative about it or see the kind of like the tragedy in that. Whereas I don't know, like, I've been thinking, like, been kind of researching this a little bit more recently, and it's kind of like, maybe that uncertainty and maybe that complexity is something that we should embrace, you know, rather than something that's 
that we should look down on and think, oh, this is like the end of the world. Maybe we start thinking about it in terms of what can happen as a result of this. Mm. Like, what what can we make creatively as a result of these complexities and and try and work with that and work with the idea of confusion, I guess, rather mm -hmm. than seeing it as such a negative aspect. Because I, th I think once you get into kind of like negativity, then it's quite hard to make work generally. If you're looking at that in terms of portraying that to an audience, trying to portray the negativity of the world to an audience, I mean, I think people know that in their daily lives, right? Yeah. So they don't need someone else to tell them. Exactly, yeah. I think people know how bad things can be. So they don't need an artist to tell them. Isn't that something more attractive and that's why people... Like the art? Of negativity and that sad part of... Well, I guess it's such an extreme emotion, isn't it? So yeah. it's like, that's Maybe probably... Better known, I think. In yeah. some ways I've found that people being happy for some people is a problem because don't, they don't really know how to do it. Well, I, d I mean, be, I think like... How to be happy very long time. And yeah. I'm not telling they're constantly happy. I'm trying, I'm learning, but... <laughs> well, I don't think anyone can be constantly happy, can they? I think yeah. that like, we have a range of different emotions. And yeah. It's this way just to get upset or something because uh, so uh, it's so well known feeling for me in some ways even I'm sad I'm, I'm comfortable because I know the borders and yeah. how to behave yeah, with yeah. that and how to when you're happy kind of I'm um, getting lost because I don't know how to do yeah. what to do after that but maybe that's maybe that's a condition set upon you rather than choice you know mm. maybe it's that you've had to negotiate negativity or, or unhappiness mm -hmm. rather than like something that you've necessarily chosen maybe we need to start making work about happiness to sort of show people that you can be <laughs> i don't know I, do, uh, I, don't, I don't know it's quite it's quite a deep no. quite a deep question like in terms of um, i would prefer to do some work so maybe i i am doing something appreciating like I know all the negatives exist I'm not saying that it doesn't exist yeah no I accept that and I'm dealing with that and I don't have a need to speak about it more yeah I think I need to point but everyone knows but forgetting that there are some good things happening yeah yeah and like everyone is good not like just there is no like no no you are good and yeah you are good and to remind about that I think mm. In some ways, and remembering that goodness, you can go through all these negative aspects and yeah, that well, very strange political situation, for example. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't help the strange political si situation, does it? I guess to kind of like on top of that sense of unhappiness. But I guess maybe that's where you were talking about having something that's having a piece of work that's just aesthetically pleasing mm. like maybe that's a good thing maybe we need works like that to to remind us of like joy and and happiness it can be any kind of it's not necessary it should be something bright colorful i don't no, know like just having sun maybe, in my painting if i'm painting something yeah no. maybe it could be completely mess of colors yeah, yeah, yeah. and shapes but still pleasing maybe it's just Maybe pleasing's not even the right word. Maybe it's like that we need to just remind ourselves to be able to feel. Mm. 
register our feelings mm. and actually be a regard like be aware of our feelings maybe we are in a sense like being aware of feelings yeah, actually, yeah. nowadays maybe we are comfortable in our like unhappiness and we just need to be shaken out of that with a sense mm. of some sort of other emotion you know for me it's probably about being or making me more aware of a sense of feeling or experiencing a feeling, you know? Because mm -hmm. I do feel like we live in very busy and complex times and we can take feelings for granted and mm -hmm. like have those moments of unhappiness. Um, more philosophical question. Do you live because you create or you create because you live? Whoa. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. It's very, very deep. I've got a plan to move to Germany at the moment and I've tried to go back to work in a kind of nine to five and I, I think like that's difficult to do when you've got creative urges. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that I couldn't do it but I think when you kind of galvanise that creativity it's kind of hard to turn it off. You it's kind impossible of to turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> why, why you'd want to mm -hmm. in any way but I think um, yeah it's important to be able to just carry on with that and I think it gives you a, set, a purpose for kind of like for why you're here mm. you know for me anyway mm. I, it gives me yeah it gives me strength kind of like knowing that I'm engaging with the world around me in some kind of way you know so in answer so to you you're living because you're creating I think so sense. yeah yeah I think I think so mm -hmm. I'm not creating because I'm living no I'm living because yeah. I'm creating yeah Yeah, I feel like I'm in touch with my own emotions, but also mm -hmm. the way that they interact with the world around me. So I guess, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, you mentioned that you're moving to Germany. Yeah. Uh, I know you're applying for your BA. Yeah. Why not there? Why Germany? Why not here? Uh, I think... You already did your foundation yeah. at University of Arts London. I am... Um, we'll continue with them. I don't. Oh, well, I've got a degree already from oh. from the UK, yeah. and I couldn't yeah. get I I couldn't okay. get more funding. Basically, is it just because of that? Or? I don't. Not necessarily sure. I agree with how much we have to pay in this country now mm. for education, either. So I think that kind of stops me from maybe doing it here. Not, that's not to say that there's anything wrong with the yeah. institutions here. I think they're they're probably as good as anywhere else. I just think for me at this point why not try somewhere else you know and, mm -hmm. and also wondering how that will affect my practice as well you know I think that's quite an exciting kind of experiment yeah I think so yeah I think partly it's it's something to sort of to try an experience that will will change the way I look at my work or look you know it's nice to have a different perspective I think on mm. things so that's probably one of the main reasons yeah Well, good luck with that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I need to I, get in first. <laughs> now we're moving to my last part of the interview. Proust questionnaire. This questions just need a short answer. Okay. I'll try yeah. my best. Just first coming to your mind that there is more like being spontaneous, not like being right or wrong. Yeah. Um, so, let's start. The main aspect of your personality. Open. Okay. Your greatest fear? I still don't like to make mistakes. I'm trying to embrace it though. Your greatest extravagance? 
um, make, I think making that change, like to go back to study art, probably mm. the thing I'm most proud of. Because mm. it was like not in, not in keeping with was expected of me not, not by anyone but like mm -hmm. in terms of society I think mm -hmm. that was quite a big change for me and, it, and it's definitely impacted was my life yeah totally scary it took me like a couple of years to really have the confidence to do it oh. um, but I'm glad I did it you know and then after like a couple of months realized it was nothing to be scared of at all but um, yeah I'd say that's probably my biggest mm. achievement um, when and where were you happiest I spent about six months in America just traveling mm. and that freedom was great. Oh. Like not having any responsibilities was great. So that was probably where I was the happiest. Mm. What do you think is the most <coughs> overrated virtue? Overrated virtue? Characteristic of... Oh, characteristic. Yeah, of someone. I don't know, ambition maybe? Mm -hmm. can, it's not always good to have ambition, is it? I mean, it is good, but at the same time, like, yeah, it depends. Depends if it mixes how, with yeah. bad, like negative virtue or negative characteristics. On what occasion do you like? Every occasion possible. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, no. Uh, oh, I don't know. Like, do you like? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with white lies, is there? <laughs> No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. So on which occasion? Um, when I know it's not going to impact things too greatly, it's not going to have mm. some sort of big impact on the cosmos, then yeah, mm. I might tell a white lie here and there. Okay. Yeah. Mm. When it's going to, it's not going to harm anyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's the only way you can lie, isn't it? Yep. What do you most dislike about yourself? <sighs> Where to start? <laughs> most. Most one. <laughs> um, not always having confidence, I think, is a, like I think mm. I'd like to have more confidence. Mm -hmm. like. And what do you most like about yourself? I think I'm an accepting person, and I like to engage with people. Yeah, and I try to stay open. I think that's that's important. Mm -hmm. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Maybe I'd like to be able to paint and earn some money. The art world, maybe, if I could paint. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite occupation? My practice. Your idea of happiness? I think just having the freedom to be able to do that, to commit to that, mm -hmm. like without any kind of major issues or preoccupations. For me, I think if I was just had the freedom to be able to commit to my practice full time, Mm -hmm. then that would be all I could ask for, really, in terms yeah. of art, yeah. And your idea of misery? You're being restricted from doing that, from making things. Like, I mean, I can put restrictions on myself, but if someone else was to restrict me, I think that would be my version of misery, yeah. Mm -hmm. If not yourself, who would you be? Would you see yourself as someone else? I don't think I could, no, but it'd be interesting to know <laughs> like, who I'd want to be. Like in terms of a different career or? Uh, in general. Be quite, quite Often like people... Of, uh, call, uh, do they say a specific person? Yeah. I personally cannot do that. No, I don't uh, think I can. If 
if I wouldn't myself, I wouldn't myself. I don't see myself in a different way. No, I, I don't. But many people see and they I think call I think name of someone famous or they oh, yeah, like. No, I don't know. Them, like, I yeah, don't know if I could do that. Yeah. I don't think I have heroes in that way, like like who I'd want to be someone else. It's kind or of a bit some, weird, isn't it? I think someone mentioned not even not even. Oh, that's person. good. Yeah, I'd like to be a bird, mm. like like to be able to fly. I like that people uh. interested, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah, I'll go with that. Is that is that acceptable? Yep. yep. Yeah. Any, any answer is acceptable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's more. Yeah, it's definitely more an interesting way of looking at it. Um, where would you like to be? Right now, or I think, well, in the next six months, I'd like to be in Germany studying <laughs> again. Um, yeah, that's definitely the plan. And um, your hero in real life? Like someone I know, or just generally? I think it's more about someone you know. Someone I yeah. know. Again, uh, there is just how you understand that, yeah. that way you want. So. I think I had a very good upbringing. Like, I'd say my parents are probably my heroes. Yeah. Just because I think they, you know... Like I they, think it's very logical. Again. Yeah, I think so. It's probably very obvious, but... It's all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy to say it. The quality you desire in a man. The next in, question is going to be in a woman. In a man? Yeah. Or do you divide in a man or woman, people? In men, I think maybe like some men... I don't know if I'm including myself here, like not being able to express emotion or, be, or the, mm. the, op the opportunity to be vulnerable mm -hmm. and I think that's important to, as a man you should For be able to be able. vulnerable uh -huh. and in a woman I think again the same like I think mm -hmm. it's important to allow yourself to be vulnerable with someone else what do you appreciate the most in your friends definitely honesty I think your main fault in your life Maybe I've probably in the past worried a bit too much about what other people thought mm -hmm. rather than just going for it. And I think it's important to just, to, you only get one chance, don't you, yeah. at life? So I think it's like important to just jump in and, yeah. and do things, you know? And I wish I could really? follow that advice myself on a daily basis. But if you could go back, yeah, time, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop worrying. I it's a constant <laughs> reminder that I need to have to actually do that, you know? Mm. Yeah, but I think it's important to do. Um, your main achievement? I'm hoping that I haven't made or I haven't achieved my main achievement yet. Still to come. Uh, That'd be nice. What fault in others you most likely would forgive? Oh, I don't know. I'm quite a forgiving person, so... How would you like to die? Oh... If you thought about it. Peacefully. Uh, <laughs> With no pain. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and your current state of mind? It's pretty good at the moment. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's yeah, not always been as um, as enthusiastic, but yeah, it's, it's, I'm in a good moment. Um, yeah, and if you have something, some message to young artists, maybe? I don't know, like I think uh, it's just... A non-artist, if you have something yeah, to say. Yeah, I think it's important to just engage, isn't it, with your own creativity and like your imagination, just... It's an important tool, like, and people cut it off, like, 
and it's important to just use it mm -hmm. in some way it could be like anything it could be like making dinner like try something new with yeah. dinner something like that just to, I think it proves that you're like what we were talking about earlier like um, with this sense of negativity or like this mm -hmm. state of kind of like numbness I guess mm -hmm. like it jolts you out of that a little bit doesn't it like yeah. taking chances and and trying things out like it gives you a, it gives you something back and I think it's important to to kind of like nurture that mm -hmm. and like uncultivate it because I think we're losing I feel like there's a a chance we're going to lose the ability to communicate with each other mm -hmm. and I think like having a creative outlet kind of it gives you a way to express and it gives you a way to problem solve and I think those mm -hmm. two skills are really important just oh. engage with a creative some sort of creative act yeah I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Be creative. Doesn't matter if you call yourself artist or yeah, not. Yeah, it's totally yeah, it totally doesn't, does it? I think it's just about just yeah. doing it. Or appreciate your curiosity. Mm, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, yes, yeah. it's good. Great. <laughs> thank you. No, thank so you. Thank you it's for coming. Great. So thank you for your time for this interview. No problem. So it was Daniel Raymond. <laughs> and me, Constantine Elijah, and uh, this was Q&A. Thank you for staying with us and listening. Mm -hmm.